Welcome to the new episode of Starting Your Own Coffee Shop. I am Jerry Stolani, the founder of Cafe Chocolat in downtown DC. I had no experience when I started four years ago. And if I can do it, you can too. Tune in. Hello, hello. Before we jump into the interview with my good friend, uh, Granit Dostalko from uh, Manafera, uh, one of the best SEO agencies I've worked with, I just wanted to um, cover a couple of uh, housekeeping points. Um, If you like the podcast, if you like the information that I'm putting out there, and again, this is all uh, from my personal experiences, uh, so... You know, it's not like a manual on how to run a coffee shop or a small business. It's basically what I had to go through with my own shop. Uh, But if you like it, you know, please do um, provide some feedback on Apple Podcasts. You know, uh, give us a a rating so we know, so I know where 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 I stand in terms of the quality and also any feedback you have, uh, any questions. uh, Just do provide some of that as well. Uh, without further ado, uh, let's go ahead with the interview. All right, well, welcome, welcome everybody to episode number 15 of Ristretto Time, uh, starting and running your own coffee shop. Uh, it's actually amazing. Every every time I sit here to start recording and I think of like what episode we're on, I cannot believe that, you know, we're on number 15 right now. And, and when I started, I had no idea where this was going to go, but it sounds like, you know, there's some traction there and I'm, I'm very excited that people are tuning in and are listening. And today I'm going to talk about a, a very interesting topic that I feel like I didn't take enough advantage of when I was running Cafe Chocolat and I, you know, and it's a big miss, I think on, on, on my part, uh, but I want to make sure that you don't make that mistake. So I've brought today uh, my good friend Granit Dostaku from Manaferra uh, SEO agency in uh, Kosovo. Um, he is very knowledgeable in the area. He is actually, you know, the expert that I go to all the time. Granit and I have worked now for over two years um, on SEO in the higher education field, so not in the coffee business, but I felt like it's really, really important to bring him here, uh, introduce him to you, uh, and and ask him a few questions about how coffee shops and just small businesses in general can take advantage of search engine optimization, what search engine optimization is, and how he can help you grow your business. So, Granit, welcome. Hey, JJ. Thanks for having me. And thanks a lot for the kind words. Excited to be here. All right. So um, what time is it over there right now? It's almost 4 p.m. It's almost okay. 4 p.m. Well, I got, I got you at a good time. Um, we're, well, I'm gonna, I know you're busy, so I'm going to keep it short. Um, I, I wanted to, you know, we had talked about this, and I think this is really important. I'm so happy that you're here today uh, because just search engine optimization it's it's not just internet anymore right yep. i feel like yep. this is where the world does business like if before you wanted to buy something you went to your busy main street with all the shops now i feel like google is the main street and that's where all the shops are right and that's where all the customers yep. are so if you're not there it doesn't matter that you're at the, at the corner of some intersection on the street right do i have that right definitely definitely and smartphones had a big play into this because before you had to 
open your laptop or desktop PC, go to Google and search for what you need. But nowadays you yeah. have your that capability all the time with yourselves on your smartphone. So if you are new to a city and you want your basically dose of caffeine, but you don't know where to go because it's your first time in that city, you just Google it and find lots yeah. of amazing options to to get that that great coffee that you want. I was reading up some research on on Google, right? And and Google now puts tons of research out yep. on how people actually not just use Google, but how they conduct business, like how they even think of customers, how do they think? And there's like, you know, four points now, four points of intent. Uh, and most people nowadays, if, if before, you know, you wanted a coffee shop, you kind of knew where it was and you went to your local coffee shop. Now people have access to, you know, reviews, they have access to even knowing where the best coffee shops in town is, or, or if they want to find the best coffee yes. shop in town, they just, right, they just pull out their uh, smartphones and just type best coffee or best espresso or best latte in Washington, D.C., right? So yep. when you think about that, yeah, you kind of realize how important it is to, to be ranked, but how do you do that? Yeah, it's it's, it's very important to, to be present, to generate the visibility for for your for your own business because if you're not present on Google you're missing on a ton of on a ton of customers who are searching for you who are searching for your for your uh, services and products that you offer i just checked a bit before joining the the podcast and just the term coffee shops near me is searched over a million times a month wow and best coffee near me is searched over 30 times a month and we are not even going to how many people are searching for coffee shops in DC or coffee shops in New York or LA or like all these more localized. And they even go in more in more detail when they are searching. And also, Google itself has a lot of uh, personalization features and uh, geo features, meaning that they can know where you are right now when you are searching best coffee near me. And they're going to pull the coffees that are a mile, up to two miles uh, far from you. So they're not going to show you a coffee that they know for sure you are not going to visit. But they're going to use their algorithm to, uh-huh. to find the best coffee shop near you and serve that in the search results. So creating that visibility, making sure that you have the proper listings in the proper platforms and you have those listings optimized. It's it's a must nowadays for you to appear for people to find you in search. Wow, yeah, and you know when you're a small business owner, right? You're you've just started your coffee shop. You're focused 100 percent on what you do, and, and I'm talking about myself here. Uh, and and you never kind of think of well, I need a, a website, and the website has to be good. And and you don't you, need you kind of a website. Down. Like having a website is great but it can be expensive. Basically, you have solutions. You have like Shopify as a platform when you, uh, when you don't have to spend a ton of money to, to set up a website and put it live, but not all the people have the necessary skills. You are the best at making coffee. You want to run the business. You already have a lot of things to do and think about. The last, things, the last thing that you want to do is start thinking about how, how do I create a website or how do I uh, basically sell online? 
Yeah. So, but that's my question, right? So like, you know, I, I didn't feel the need to have a robust website. I mean, I wasn't going to sell anything online, but then, you know, how do, how do you, how do you make your, like, how, how do you make your presence known? Right. If, if you don't have the technical skills, it's, it's about being present at the right platforms and making sure that you're optimizing and taking care of your presence on those platforms. So for, Let's call it in SEO. We have the SEO, which is the traditional SEO, let's call it this way, for the websites where you optimize your website to rank higher in search results. So when people search for something, uh -huh. your website appears. But then, you know, when you search for some keywords like pizza place near me or best pizza near me or like best coffee shop near me, you are not going to just get website results on Google. You are, just, you are also going to get... Uh, actual businesses with their phone number, address, and reviews and all this. And those are Google My Business listings. So gotcha. you create a presence, you create a profile or a listing on Google My Business, and you optimize that. And not just that, but you want to make sure that you're on Yelp, you're on TripAdvisor, and all other platforms that usually tend to rank very well on Google, and that can drive a lot of uh, visitors on your store so and you don't have to spend money to be present to create your profile on those platforms you can you you definitely have options because all those platforms want to take your money but if you don't have the budget or you're just trying to test it out you can start for free and you can do a lot of amazing stuff without having to pay those platforms a dime yeah so and thanks for clearing that out because I always felt like if you don't have a website, then you're not on the web, but, but it makes sense. Right. Uh, and I think Google, my business is an app you can download it is. Uh, on your phone and just update it. And yep. I think if I remember correctly, it also gives you the opportunity to even write like blog posts and stuff. So not blog posts, but you can do status updates like on your Twitter profile oh, or okay, like a okay. Facebook page or, Instagram profile, so you can post uh, pictures, you can post text updates, you can post uh, offers that you have, etc. So that's a social feature that uh, Google My Business has, but it also has a lot of other things. So one of the main and most important things that they have to offer is the ability for people who have come to your store to leave a review. And this is very powerful because reviews are something that people take a look, people read and it's a very important part of decision making if I want to go to this uh, place and get a coffee or not so reviews is a very important part and also pictures especially pictures uh, uploaded by your customers so if you have uh, happy customers who come to your store they're going to review leave reviews and but also uh, upload pictures so that's that's an, another really important and uh, underutilized in most cases features of Google My Business. Mm. Um, I don't want to jump to another topic, but these these kinds of these review websites, you know, <laughs> they're, they're firstly, I feel like they're like a thorn in my, in my eye, you know. Uh, and, it's, uh, it's easy to, to get caught uh, up and it's easy to, to get some of the reviews very personal, especially when you're doing all the hard work and you know how much you invest into making sure that customers are getting the best experience possible. And you're always going to get some negative reviews, even if you think that those reviews aren't true or those reviews basically 
you know the level of, of commitment that you have to serving the best experience to your customers. So it can get a bit personal, but what I always try to say to all the clients that we work with is that you want to reply to all good reviews, but you must reply to all the bad ones because those can have the most impact. And I was just going through one of the reviews on Cafe Chocolate, and there was one guy who said that uh, they had dinner, and basically you never serve dinner in Cafe Chocolate. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, somewhere in Guatemala or something. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah. If, if, if someone, if you didn't reply, then someone would have thought that, okay, this this couple got uh, had a very bad experience, but from your review, we learned two things: that one, you care about customers, even if they didn't have the best experience possible. Again, you took the time to respond, and the second is that you clarify something that it's not true, and maybe that person who left the review didn't do it in purpose, but uh, you just clarified that. That wasn't the case with coffee chocolate, and that's that's a good thing. Me as a customer, as a potential customer, when I see that, I feel much more comfortable coming to your shop because I know that people there care about their customers. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you one other one other side effect of um, of of having reviews is um, even I, I had an episode uh, prior about how to get some PR, and I've gotten some PR at, at the shop just because. You know, some of these journalists, what they do is, you know, if they have to write something about, like, let's say coffee shops, they just go on Yelp and then type, yep. they type, you know, top 10 coffee shops in Washington, D.C. And if you're like in the top three in terms of ranking, you know, then they will include you in your, in your article. And that's how we ended up in, in an article for Eater uh, yes. D.C. Because the person, the, the writer had never been there, but she's like, listen, yeah, you guys have like a 4.8 yep. or 4.9 star rating you know, at, in, in town, and it looks like all the uh, reviews are very positive. And then, you know, we ended up kind of getting in an article just because of yep. that. Uh, so, so it's really, really important, but going back to, going back to SEO, right. If I'm a small business owner, where do I start? Like, do, do I reach out to somebody like you? I mean, where do I start? Basically, if you have the resources, if you have the budget having a specialist helping you is always better, but that shouldn't stop you from not doing any work at all to get that visibility, to build that visibility. So if you're just getting started and you don't have the budget to invest in an SEO agency, uh, what you do is that you want to make sure that you're creating profiles on these platforms. You don't have to be on all of them, but you have to be in the top most important ones. And especially on Google My Business, since it's a Google product, you want to make sure that you are creating your profile you and you are optimizing that profile. And how do you do that? Starting from, from the description of, your, uh, of the business there. You want to make sure that you have a very concise description. You are using some keywords that you think people are going to search for when they search for a, for a coffee shop like yours. You want to make sure that if you have something like you've been mentioned in as a top three coffee shop in DC by Eater, you want to mention that as well. Another thing is that you utilize Google posts by posting frequently uh, status updates, offers, pictures, etc. You make sure that you're uploading pictures all the time. The more pictures that you upload, the higher engagement your overall profile is going to get. And then you also encourage customers to do the same. 
especially with reviews, it's uh, there is no shame in asking for reviews. If you think that you're offering a great experience, uh, try to find creative ways to how you can ask your customers for reviews because those are one of the most important factors in ranking. So businesses that rank the highest in search results are the ones who have the highest amount of reviews. And then it, it, mm. it also starts to get a bit more complicated because not all reviews are the same. For example, if someone just leaves a review of a five-star review, but there is no description on it, it's going to have less value than someone who has given you a five-star review. It has two or three paragraphs of description where they tell about yeah. their experience. And they have also uploaded a picture of two. So that's, that's yeah. the best review you can get. And then it's also the overall rating. So if you have a 2.1 rating, of course, you are not going to do very well in search rankings because Google looks into that as well. Another thing that is very important and is related to the PR aspect that you just mentioned is, are people talking about you on the web? Meaning, are websites citing your business? And it's important for because Google looks and basically indexes all the content that's on the web and they know what content exists on each page. So if they see a page mentioning the business name, the address, and the phone number, and these three are the same with the ones that you have listed on your uh, Google My Business profile, they're going to count this as a mention for your business on this site. And the more mentions like these or citations that you have, the higher you are going to rank in search results as well. So basically, reviews and citations, these two are not easy to get, meaning they can be manipulated yeah. easily, but also the most powerful factors that are going to make the difference in rankings for your own business in Google. So this is, yeah. this is one way that you can do all of these, like the PR aspect that you mentioned. There are ways that... Uh, you can basically get some of these citations built, directories, top 10 lists, just doing some outreach to the sites who are listing coffee shops in DC or any other retail, yeah. because what I'm talking here, we are taking coffee shops as an example, but all these, uh, all these advices are applicable on other retail small businesses as well. So all of yeah. these can be applicable there. And what? Yep. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. And basically, like, these are things that you don't have to pay someone to do. And once you have the profile set up, then it's just maintenance, meaning you can set up the profile either through a mobile app, because Google My Business has a mobile app, or right. on your computer. And then just you have the app on mobile. And whenever you post something on Twitter or on Instagram, you can also do the same on on Google My Business, and not a lot of not a lot of businesses do that because, like for example, not a lot of businesses are as active with uh, publishing pictures and videos and updates on their Google My Business profile as they are, for example, with their Instagram profiles. And just doing that, you are already a step ahead of let's say seventy eighty percent of your competition. Mm. So what what top three platforms do you recommend everybody should should 
have from the get-go? I, in, in my opinion, I think it would be Google My Business, Yelp, and TripAdvisor. And TripAdvisor is, okay. is mostly because it can send you a lot of international well, that's right. internationals on your store. Yeah. Uh, and it also ranks very well in search results. So TripAdvisor, Yelp, and, and Google My Business. But if you yeah. have to just pick one and focus on that because you don't have the time, then stick to Google My Business. That's your best bet. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking of international um, uh, international customers, I used to get a lot of uh, people from Korea, from South Korea, like, you know, tourists from South Korea there. They would come in, they'll start taking pictures, and, and I would get a lot of them. And at one point, I started, I started asking because it, it was just kind of weird to me that yep. – because the, the place – so the shop – was, was not very touristy. Like it didn't attract a lot of tourists. It was mostly just local, uh, local uh, business, but we all, we had tons of Koreans uh, come in. So I asked them, I said, you know, Hey, how do you guys find the shop? Like, where, where are you looking? And they're like, Oh, we have message boards uh, that we talk about, you know, to each other about the best places to go to, like whatever town you're in. And like, you know, your shop is, you know, on is, you know, people talk about your shop and their message board. Uh, yep. And that was that was surprising to me. I, I wish I could figure out how to do that with every nationality, <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, there there are these subgroups out there that are not even the mainstream websites that will generate tons of traffic for you if you yep. can figure out a way to get in there. You know, Quora um, is one of them. You wouldn't expect Quora to send you Quora. I never yeah. thought of Quora. Okay. Yeah, lots of people ask lots of different questions there and it's it's not only core but like all these sites and one trick that you can use is if you have a competitor who is very well known and like basically is getting a lot of internationals or any basically any type of customers you can very simply understand where is being discussed about it by just googling their name and seeing what websites are talking about them and what they are talking about them and like mm. basically this way you can understand what these message boards are, how many activity they are generating. Is there maybe one article, like for example, just searching best things to do in DC and yeah. or best places to visit in DC. And if maybe a lot of people who are coming to DC for the first time, they would like to have a list because they are a bit lazy to do their own research. So they will just get the plan that they know has been well researched. So by just trying to get on those lists, and it's not as hard as you would think, uh, you could get a lot of people on your door. Yeah. Because people tend to trust these editorial recommendations more, sometimes even more than the platforms themselves. And in most cases, it's a mix of the place that they discover themselves by researching on the platforms and the places that they see that have been recommended on some uh, personal blogs, well-known magazines, etc. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Google Local because I think that's that's one big opportunity that always gets missed by small businesses. And and I I learned this, you know, working together on uh, on the college side, right? On the on the educational side, specifically on like you know English as a second language, you know, the stuff that we've done in the past together, right? Um, yep. And, and one of the things is that there are a lot of these schools that generate most of their students just from Google Local. They do no advertising whatsoever. It's just that, you know, if you were to search like English as a second language, for example, um, they would be ranked as like 
A, B, the, you know how it shows the map yep. and like with yep. a different business. It would be like number one and number two. And it would be their main source of students or customers, yep. right? This is, this and, is basically yeah. Google My Business that we, we, we are discussing. So to appear in those, in those local tags, those, that type of search results, you only can do that if you have a Google My Business. And when we're talking about optimizing your Google My Business presence, we're actually talking about optimizing your local SEO presence. Because, and I understand the confusion because Google My Business used to be Google Plus Places and used to be like, oh, it had all these different names. Google can be a bit sometimes with some products have some branding issues. And especially during the Google Plus days when they try to bundle everything into Google Plus, then they had to unbundle them. And it, it was a bit confusing, but basically this is, this is, when we talk about Google Local or Local SEO or Google My Business, basically we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, quick question. You know, now with with technology and everything being global, right? I mean, everybody's just on Zoom meetings and things like that. Yeah. Um, is there a difference between working with like, say you're at the point where where you you know you've done all the work yourself as a small business and you're like you know what i think we've generated enough money now i think this is time for us to go to the second stage and just get a little bit bigger because now we have the resources is there any difference between working with like a local agency or an agency even on the other side of the globe i wouldn't say that it is uh harder to do that because as as you just mentioned like a lot of people remote working and also, it depends on, on the time zones and differences, but basically, uh, it's it's not hard because uh, Google algorithm is basically very similar to the ones that they use in other countries as well. And also, all the agencies that they work on SEO, the vast majority of their work is for the U.S. market, so they know how Google works and they know what you can do for for businesses and yeah there wouldn't be any issues for an agency overseas to to help a small business in in in, in the us to improve its visibility and get more food traffic in the door mm. yeah uh, very very interesting what about um what if you had the resources and you could you know build a robust website uh what are some of the things you know, business can do with their website to to get to generate traffic. Like if they, you know, if they have uh, products, they can sell directly online, right? Yep. Uh, or they can they can ship. You know, where customers yep. can order directly online, especially nowadays. You know, where people are not coming into the shop anymore. Yeah. Um, what are some ways to 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 make your website visible to get people to buy your product online? Uh, I see websites for retail small uh, small businesses as a e-commerce play mostly, and also a brand building play as well. And uh, things that they can do and why they would they should consider investing into that is if you're trying to build a brand, then website is the best medium to showcase who you are, what's your mission, what you're trying to achieve, and what did you have to do to get to the point where you are right now. And also to educate your people. Like, for example, with coffee chocolate, you could <clears throat> educate a lot of people on the coffee that you're using, on the techniques that you're using, on the basically the creativity that is needed to, to create an amazing coffee like the ones that you, you, you did. 
and a blog on your website allows you to do that. And also, it, it, because of this, this content is very searched, people are going, Google is going to see this content and index it and rank it, and people are going to discover it. And then when they gotcha. discover that content, they are going to discover your brand as well. And the second thing, which is uh, the e-commerce part of it, I think that uh, this is where if I came to coffee chocolate and I love the coffee that I got served and I love the chocolate and I wanted to buy it myself, e-commerce store on your website allows me to do that. So you can get some extra revenue by selling the products that you're using to make the the, the coffees and, and, and hot chocolates that, that you're serving on your, on your shop. Another thing right. that you can do is... Um, building an e-commerce experience that allows people who don't have the time and are very busy, yeah. but they love to come to Coffee Chocolate and, and, and uh, enjoy the coffee that you make there. So they could use your website to order while they're, travel, while they're coming to work and then just drop by, by your shop and pick it up. And no need to wait in line and to wait till the coffee gets made, etc. So yeah. the website part is mostly brand building and also e-commerce, in my opinion. There are other ways that website can be utilized as well. But I think that for small business, small businesses, this is the two things that they can utilize the most, a website presence. Got you, got you. All right. Well, um, this this has uh, uh, been a, a very very interesting topic, um, and and thank you for you know for for making some time for us uh, here. This is and and I think we should we should actually what we should do is we should you know after after this recording we should get together and start talking about some other more detailed things. And I'm gonna open up uh, also the floor to people who want to ask some questions because I'm sure this is an area you know, that a lot of us are not technical. Yep. Like we, we know we know how to make coffees, we know how to make chocolate, but we're not. Like some for some of us, this is such a such an out there kind of world, right? Um and, and I'd love to bring you back in and, and maybe get a little bit more technical in some of these some of these things. But if uh some of our listeners here want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? They can uh thanks uh first of all thanks a lot for the kind words and I Definitely agree that there is a lot of potential uh, for small businesses to to build more visibility in the search results. When people are when people need something, they search for it and they search on Google. So being present on Google is is very important nowadays. Uh, as for the part of getting in touch, they can do that by emailing me at granitadoshlyako at manafera.com or just by visiting the website manafera.com. Uh, so okay. these two ways they can, they can get, they can get in touch. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very, very much. Granite. Have a, a great day, uh, there. I know, I know you're busy. I think it's a uh, election, yep. uh, election today, day back there. So, um, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure who you're voting for, but, but hopefully they win. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> thanks. Right. Thanks a lot. Well, it was a, a pleasure. And, uh, it was a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you have as well. Bye. Bye. Well, here we are at the end of this episode. I've had a lot of fun. Uh, keep an eye out for future episodes. We'll be bringing in 
some people with some deep knowledge in various areas of running and owning a coffee shop or a coffee business. Um, so we'll give you guys chances to ask questions um, or even get live on one of our episodes as well. So until then, have a good rest of the day.